Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this a new your, episode of um, it's a green's life and today i have one of my favorite home fragrance brands i have been a huge fan of them for a good couple of years i've featured them on my grid so i have vanessa who is from willow and time hi vanessa how are you doing I'm good, thank you. Yes, good. Thank you so much for coming on. I really, really appreciate it. That's okay. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Right. So could you tell us um, a little bit more about you? Can you tell us about Willow and Time? How did it start um, and where you're at at the minute? Yeah, definitely, yes. Um, so I'm Vanessa. I started Willow and Time. It was around 2018 I kind of got the idea um and wanted to do a bit more I'm quite creative and I just found my nine-to-five job wasn't quite fulfilling my creativeness so um played about making candles it's something I'd done when I was quite young my mum and I always enjoyed doing it um so yeah just bought a, a candle making kit made them at home in the kitchen and that's kind of where it started where now uh, I run it along with my husband and then we've got two ladies Julie and Sharon who help us in the shop brilliant and um we were literally just briefly talking there just before we started recording and you were saying that you were in the workshop and uh, so you still make all the candles but also you have your own little shop in Bakewell in Derbyshire is that right? Yeah that's right both me and Chris we make all the candles uh, the wax melts everything we have Julie she helps out making wax melts every so often uh, but she's more shop based now um, so really the workshop is is more down to me and Chris I spend more time in the workshop than I do in the shop now actually <laughs> and how did you so when did the shop open so we actually opened in on the 20th of March 2020 <gasps> three lockdown oh no so yeah not the best start but it's uh, we're still here to tell the tale which is a good sign <laughs> yeah definitely so um so obviously you haven't actually really been in business that long. I like just what nearly two years when you opened the shop. Yeah, so we, we started online um, and just kind of grew through Instagram. Really, um, we'd not obviously we've got Facebook, but we don't really get anything from that. So we kind of relied on, on Instagram for growth, um, and obviously started as website. So we were pretty established on the website, which was lucky. Obviously, with the shop closing so soon, um, that kind of kept us going through lockdown. Mm. Yeah. And so how did um, lockdown affect you then, or did it affect you? Yeah, obviously with the shop, we'd kind of, well, we'd sign up for a six-year lease, and obviously to close three days in, you're kind of thinking, well, what have I done? But yeah. um, so obviously with the shop side, it was massively affected. Obviously we've got a lot of outgoings and not many incomings with the, with closing. But obviously with, with the online being established, that really did help us to keep going. Um, and it was quite nice, really. I think we got a lot, a lot of support from people, knowing obviously we'd had to close the shops and supported online. Um, then one of the nicest things was writing all the little personal messages to each other when people sending gifts to the friends or people they're not been able to catch up with. Mm. So that was really nice and obviously comforting that you can give somebody that, that present from a friend, obviously where normally they would meet up to see each other. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I know definitely from a personal shopper, I... I think it might have been just before lockdown, I feel like I started sort of following you 
Well, it might be during lockdown. I'm not sure, but it was around that time. Yeah. I just, I just loved your... I just loved your products. Like I just love the smells. I love how luxurious they are. And um, obviously you use like soy candles and things. So, you know, better for the environment and things. Um, so with your, um, I always say smells, but is that the right term? Is it smells? Is it flavours? What's the right term? Yeah, as I say, scents or fragrance. But yeah, oh, we get, oh. we get, that's in the show. <laughs> I use the right term, so the sense. So, how did you when when you first started? Like, how did you decide which scent you wanted um, to start with, um, and how does that process work? Well, I've always I've always been into quite unusual fragrances. I like quite earthy scents um, and things that you can't necessarily get everywhere. So, obviously, once I was testing those with the candles, I, I tried to find some more unique blends um like one of his best sellers is plum rose and patchouli and that's quite an unusual blend it's there's a lot of different fragrance notes in that um and that was one of the first candles i made and it is still by far his best seller uh we now we do it in a candle diffuser wax melt in a room spray and i say over everything it is in all four categories it's still the best seller um so yeah it's just just a case of processing different fragrances and finding what's a bit more unusual um especially in the shop we do seem to find people like the unusual fragrances more so than your generic like fresh linen or something like that they like something a bit more with a bit more depth yeah and the I think one of the first sort of scents I got from you so it must have been around Christmas time so it must have been just before lockdown because I went for the cinnamon and I love cinnamon yeah obviously it was a hit in our house um so then when you brought it back for like the Christmases after, I was like, oh, thank God, because I love that one. Um, so obviously, I know that's a very Christmas classic. Um, but with the spring summer just gone, um, you launched some new or spring summer, you launched some really unusual smells, one of them being tomato. Yeah, that's one of my favourites. <laughs> so how did that come around? Well, that one of the fragrances I've always liked is like the tomato, viney, earthy kind of scents. Um, and I wanted something that was like reminded you of the garden, and I just found that it, it's like granddad's greenhouse kind of smell, if that makes sense. I think, and in the shop, people smelling it, it's quite interesting. A lot of people found comfort in that candle, um, and again, I think it's memories back to childhood, going to the grandparents, or what have you, and that really earthy, warming smell of the tomato vine. So yeah, that we'll be bringing that back this spring actually because it was really popular. And what um, remind us of people who um, aren't aware? What other smells uh, scents? Sorry, did you bring out spring summer? So we did the um, eucalyptus and spearmint, which is one that we actually continued all year because that was really popular. That's great uh, for like cleaning your sinuses. It's uh, a lovely fresh scent. We did cucumber and aloe vera. Uh, we did citrus basil, and we did. I'm trying to think. Yeah, there's yeah tomato vine. Yeah, that was it for the spring scents. No, we didn't. We did rosemary and sage as well. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so you definitely blend sort of almost like two ends of the scale. So like, say with the um, citrus um, basil, like you've got a herb and you've got a, like a fruit. So you've got literally yeah. like two completely different types of senses. And how long does it take? Like, how long does the process take for you to decide? Right, that's that's the one I want to go for. It, well, use it. Well, for like spring this year, we started just before Christmas. Um, so it usually takes a couple of months for us to decide exactly what scent we want. 
Um, I, I could have a good idea. I try, I try and get something that's kind of both ends of scale for what people like. Obviously, there's people like the floral scents, people more woody, earthy scents. So we try and get something that gives both. Um, and then when, once we've done his testing, testing, we need to allow about a month for testing. And then obviously, once we're happy, uh, we then put into production. And how many, how many tests do you do? It depends. If Once you've got like your core kind of your idea of what wick works with what um size candle you get a better idea but usually per per fragrance we'll do three or four different wick sizes um and test burns until we're dead happy with it yeah and then this christmas you brought back the cinnamon which was straight in my basket and then you (laughs) did spiced apple which oh i love absolutely love and there was one more what was the other one winter glow candle that we did winter glow, uh, yeah first double wick candle which we had quite a lot of fun testing that one um yeah that was cinnamon bergamot nutmeg and clove so it was really really Christmassy, but it had like quite a lot of depth to it it's quite warm yeah and they last for such a long time the candles um I'm, I, I don't know, I might be wrong, but I've, I've got 40-hour burn somewhere in my head, but I might be completely wrong with that. And I think, obviously, it varies on what size you get. But they do last a really long time, and it it um, doesn't sort of dip in the middle. You know where sometimes you get candles and they dip in the middle and they've got loads of wax on the edges? Yeah, that, well, that's called tunnelling. Um, and usually, because we always say the first burn is so important, and obviously we use soy wax. It's a slower-burning wax, and such as paraffin. Um, but yeah, with with your first burn on your candle, you need to allow like three to four hours, depending on the size of your candle. What we give like a little care card that explains what to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, your first burn is really important. So three to four hours for your first burn to allow the melt pool to go right to the edge of the glass, and then once it's got to the edge, obviously we blow it out, um, and then each time allow about an hour and a half. So again, so it burns to the edge, and that way it prevents tunneling. You'll get a clean burn. So the idea is at the end of your, your candle. There's literally nothing down the sides. Yeah, which it does, which it really, really does. And then I love the wax melts. Um, we, My mum got for, she wanted to get an oil burner for Christmas. Um, so I was like, obviously straight onto your website because I knew you, at the time you did oil burners, like the electric ones. Yeah. So um, she put that on her list, which she got, and then she got some um, wax melts. And then we got the spiced apples for this year. Um, which we are still using now. We we just um, we just had to change the bulb in our wax burner, and so we um, then can use the wax melts, and they do, they last for ages. Yeah, I think if you burn regularly, wax melts definitely the better option, um, and you don't have to wait for the three, like two to three hours, whatever, for the candle to burn. Um, with a wax melt, you can, it's just a quick fix, and it's great if you've had if you cook something for tea and it's like fish or whatever. You pop one of them on with 20 minutes later and it's got rid of the scent um, yeah. of whatever you're in. So it's quite handy for that. Yeah. I mean, we, we've got like dogs in, well, I've got a dog and a cat. So it does kind of like put a fresher smell to the house and not having a dog or cat smell on it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. They are, they are a popular option for that reason. A lot of people get them for the kitchen. Yeah. And, um, and then I wanted to ask you um, about the design labels. So on your labels, um, you have, well, again, I don't know if it varies from product to product, but obviously because I mainly get the candles and stuff, you have a little hedgehog on it. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, so we've got, I've always, I've loved animals. I've got plenty to myself. <laughs> so, so it's something I've, I've always liked. And we wanted to get it quite like a, 
a woodland outdoorsy kind of feel to his, his products. Um, so yeah, we have a hare on the candles, we have a pheasant on the wax melts, and then the the little hedgehog that was um, on the spice apple, which is one of the candles Julie created. Yeah. Um, one of her favourite favourite scents. So she chose the uh, hedgehog. But she names Bramble. <laughs> so that's real. And who who does all your design work for your labels? Um, it's a lady called Rosie Young. Uh, she's based in Matlock. So again, we try and use as many local makers. Um, and designers as possible uh, and I got in touch with her when we started I had a, don't you know exactly in your head what kind of thing you wanted and I had to look at a few different people and she seemed to suit exactly what we wanted with her designs and her style so kind of stuck with her all the way through um, and then we've also got some new diffuser boxes launching in about a month's time um, that she's designed and they're obviously to match in with us uh, candles and everything so they look amazing and that's even got a little squirrel on that one Oh, so. I love it. I love your little artwork. It's just so, they're just so cute. And then also love, and I mentioned it in my stories when I've got the wax melt um, from my Christmas collection, that yeah. you've changed the packaging because <clears throat> you had like the plastic packaging, but now you've changed it to like um like a wax paper type thing. Yeah, it's a biodegradable paper. Because again, Going plastic free, it's a big thing that I wanted to do uh, for a while. Um, but getting to the point where we can save up and get the moulds, it was quite an expensive thing to buy the silicon marine um, biodegradable packaging, which is important to us. Like, again, we've got to, well, we've started doing like a plant a tree thing every month as well. So a percentage of sales, we um, donate so much money to National Trust, which plants trees for them. So the environment is a big factor, what we're trying to incorporate now. Oh, I love that. Absolutely love that. that you're trying to be like um, economical as, as possible and yeah. you're giving back as well, which is, yeah. and I love the National Trust as well. Um, yeah. And obviously you're part of the world in, I've been to Bakewell many, many years ago and it's such a pretty picturesque village, isn't it? It's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. there's uh, plenty to do around there. Worth a visit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, I think you sort of mentioned it earlier with your sort of most popular product. Is that the the plum um, scent or ha- does it change sort of through the seasons? It's definitely, well, whatever season, that plum rose and patchouli seems to be the best seller. Um, it's interesting in the shop, whatever you're burning that day tends to sell. So, yeah. uh, obviously people we get a lot of people coming to the shop just drawn in by the scent or whatever <laughs> they can smell yeah. outside they kind of smell us before they see us <laughs> yeah yeah definitely but even even whatever's burning they still seem to once they've smelt a few candles they still tend to go for the plumbers and patchouli stuff and that'll be the one to definitely stay <laughs> <laughs> and how would you describe that because probably obviously people are thinking of plum and then they're thinking rose and they're thinking patchouli so like what how would you describe that it's quite a it's quite a sweet scent, um, but obviously with the patchouli, it's got quite an earthy undertone to it as well. Yeah, uh, I think that's why it's so popular because, like I said earlier, I try and choose things that are a bit more unusual. Yeah, uh, it's something every time you smell the. I don't know if you've had that one, but every time you smell the candle, you get a different fragrance note, which is really nice. And that's yeah. for all the fragrances that we use. I try and get things like that that are quite unusual, and you do get. Every time you smell it, you get something a little bit different come through. Yeah, definitely. And then um, what's the, so what's the plan? So what's coming out like this year? Can you tell us what's coming out this year? Or would you rather keep it like for lunch or? 
Oh, yeah, I'm happy to tell you. Yeah, so we've started doing his own tea lights. So we've got soy wax tea lights. We've done some scented and unscented. Um, so, again, if you're wanting to try different fragrance, they'll be ideal just to buy the tea light. Then, obviously, if you like it, you can get the full candle. Um, so we've got his tea lights coming out. We've got his Valentine's range coming out on Wednesday. That's a, a double wick uh, English rose candle. That smells amazing. Um, that's in the same stainless steel containers as what his winter glow candle was in. Uh, we've got his diffuser. We're ch- changing a bit with packaging, like kind of up in his game now um, with his packaging. So we've got his, his diffuser boxes coming out, which are all pre-printed. That's a, a quite a local company. Because again, we try to use as many local companies as possible. Yeah. Uh, lead, so they're not too far from us. Um, it was printing those. So I can't wait to show everybody those because they are absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> they're lovely. Uh, so it'll just make it a bit more of a personal gift, obviously, once the, if people buy the diffusers for a gift. Yeah. So yeah, we've got quite a few bits. We do start in our own uh, essential oil range for the Jelly Aroma diffusers. Um, Brilliant. They seem to be really popular. A lot of people asking for those, so we thought we'd better have a go at making them. And they, they've uh, yeah, I've really enjoyed doing those. And do you have you ever thought about doing like um, a recycle thing? Like if people sort of sent back, um, say like the bottles for the re-diffusers or anything, and sort of refill it or something like that yeah well for, for our large diffusers that we do we do sell um refills online so you can just buy the little glass refill pot which which you pop into your square diffuser bottle um and obviously they're recyclable um we do it for local people there's a few people use it we do a refill service for the candles so they if they're in bake or drop the container off and we'll refill it for them um the only difficulty with that is obviously once if, if people aren't local posting it out and posting it back it kind of defeats the object a little yeah. bit from me yeah. um but this i have been looking at ways of we could potentially just sell the refill so you just pop it inside your candle glass yeah it it almost come like a pillar candle but then obviously you put it in your glass so that's something i'm wanting to test later on in the year and to chance with that yet um, but that could work well so again if you're online all you're ordering is your your wax and you pop it in the container you've already got yeah that's right yeah I love that idea and yeah. um obviously you talked about the shop so can you tell us like um obviously it's in Bakewell in Derbyshire and when is it open like when when are you open so we open seven days a week um seven days a week ten while five odd time was obviously we're staffed with COVID and what have you. We have had a couple of days where we've had to close, but usually we are we are seven days a week. Um, when we first started there, we were kind of, oh, maybe we'll shut one day a week, but because it's such a touristy area, um, there ain't really a day you could say a week where you choose to close. Yeah. Uh, we do get a lot of regulars coming, so we kind of try and stay stay open as much as we can, just so when they come, we're, we're there. Yeah. And are you looking to... Um, stock your candles like in any other shops or anything or do you already do that yeah we, we've got a few wholesale um where we are there's one out in near whitby that we've got uh, we've got one in northern ireland we've got a few different places now um where we do sell our products that's something else this year i want to try and push the wholesale side but again it's uh, the christmas rush with having much t- well time to do it there weren't much at all where now it's slowed down a little bit so we're catching up on things we want to try and get sorted yeah yeah, I can completely understand that. I think Christmas was a bit manic for everyone because I think everyone thought we were going back into a lockdown and then because we managed to actually keep going, I think everyone then panicked and went, oh, we're having an actual Christmas this year. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which was to be fair, Christmas. It was such a lovely atmosphere because it was like our first proper Christmas in the shop with not many restrictions and people enjoying themselves. Because last year um, in Bakewell, we was in tier three, I think it was. So obviously shops were open, but all the cafes and pubs were closed. Yeah, a lot of people do come to Bakewell for like a meal and a walk round. So you lost a lot of that trade. Yeah. Yeah. And then is there anything that you want to sort of highlight or talk about that we may not have covered so far? I feel like we've talked quite a bit, but I wanted to make sure if there's anything we haven't missed. Yeah, I was that we've covered quite a lot. Obviously, um, online, we're looking at changing and adding things because there's, there's quite a bit on, in the shop that we don't do online at the minute. Um, but this year, I want to try and get everything so it's covered for both both online and in-store. Um I'd like to do his workshop um, based in Yorkshire. So it's we're literally where we live. It's about 40 minutes from Bakewell. So it's not far, even though we're class in Sheffield. Um, I want to try and get some workshops up and running in our workshop. So people could come and do like a candle making evening or um, learn how to make wax melts or something like that to get get people interested. Um, So that's something I might look at doing later on in the year. Oh, that would be nice. Or you could sell like candle making kits or something. Yeah, I've thought about doing kits online. I think that could be, um, especially up to Christmas, that could be quite a nice idea. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I always sort of round up on my podcast with some quick fire questions. Okay. So generally, are you a night in or a night out? Night in. <laughs> I think everyone is now. I don't think anyone goes out. <laughs> what is a night? <laughs> tea or coffee tea good bit of yorkshire tea i imagine i want to say yorkshire lass it's got to be a tea <laughs> <laughs> wellies or heels wellies sweet or savory sweet i choose chocolate any day of the week <laughs> yeah 100 percent. me too um book or film film and what was is there a, a film that you last watched or a film that you would recommend that you've seen recently? Um, not a film, but series. We watched that Afterlife recently. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'd not heard of it before, so we kind of binge-watched. We had a weekend off, actually. We binge-watched all three se- seasons. Yeah. Uh, it must yeah. been an emotional wreck when you was finished. <laughs> I did never care until the end, and then that was it. <laughs> I really enjoyed watching that. Um I am. I probably am more of a series person than a film person. I have to. I have to be into it to sit still long enough. Because I'm not very good at sitting still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like a good series. I watched um, yesterday. Um, Four Lives. On it was on BBC One. All right. So it was quite good. It's obviously a bit. A bit. Um, what's the word? Like it's about it's about a serial killer who kills four people. So it's not like you know the best cheery program, but it was really good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you, if you can, if something gets you, I think it's worth watching. So like that, like Chris, he can sit and watch anything happily. But no, if it's not got me at first ten minutes, I'm changing over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay, and so can you remind or can you tell everyone where can we find you? Where can we buy from you? How can we follow you? Yeah, so our shop obviously it's in Bakewell at Hebden Court. Um we're in the little courtyard there. There's a few nice little shops and cafes in there. So come and see us, like I said, Monday to Friday, sorry, Monday to Sunday, 10 what 10 while five. 
And then we are on Instagram. Um, it's Willow and Time Home Fragrance on Instagram. And then our website is www.willowandtimehomefragrance.co.uk. Brilliant. Um, well, thank you so much, Vanessa, for coming on. I appreciate you. I've wanted to have you on for such a long time, and I'm really pleased that I've managed to get you on. Um, yeah, thank so thank you. you. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And as always, guys, if you enjoy this episode, please screenshot. welcome you're listening to it's a groom's life with carly o'brien if you listen to this episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people and i will speak to you all on the next episode <laughs>